3: always follow the
1: the money. That's
4: what I always say. You always follow the money.
1: This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on vSEN.
3: Get full access to everything we do with vSEN Pro. Daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by the vSEN hosts and guests 24-7 video. The pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and the pro tips updated every hour. With actionable insights up your betting game. Sign up for the discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro and access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. slash subscribe. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Every Thursday, it's Mike Pritchard. Played uh, nine years in the NFL. First-round pick. MVP of the championship team at Colorado. And he joins us now. As a guy who played nine years in the league, what do you think of a players-only meeting two weeks in in Cleveland?
5: It's ludicrous, man. <laughs> hey, great to be with you guys. Look, man, we, we had so many team meetings in training camp. Why do you need a team meeting after two weeks? You know, mm. uh, we we just formed a team. We, we just got together. We had cuts, and, and now we started the, the league and started the season. And, and that means everything is not going according to plan. And I know uh, from what I've heard and, and talked to people around the league a little bit, you know, Stefanski is, is an ego trip guy, uh, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. Uh, and they don't have a leader at quarterback. Uh, typically, teams need a leader at quarterback. That's the alpha. Uh, but now you got a, a mixture of leaders on the offense and defensive line only because they've been there a while. Uh, but yet, there's no culture. It, there's no semblance of a culture. So uh, I think they're trying to work it out. And for betters, I mean, use that information. The Cleveland Browns right now as a team uh, when you have a team meeting like this, you're hashing stuff out, uh, and so they're trying to work through issues. Whether is trust with each other in the locker room or trust with the coaching staff at this at this point.
3: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I see the same. Well, the same things going on in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, wide receivers saying I'm open, I'm not getting the ball. People calling out the scheme and Canada. The offensive coordinator. Why is Trubisky being timid? Is, is, it the, is it the scheme? Is it Who's in his head about what to do and what not to do? What are you looking at in the issues with the Pittsburgh
5: offense? Well, Paul, Paulie, I mean, it's not the scheme. I mean, scheme, scheme. Everybody kind of runs the same stuff anyway. Uh, it's, it's how you execute the scheme, right? Um, Trubisky, the reason why you have wide receivers like that claypool and johnson and and certainly Pickens. i mean the reason why you have receivers like that saying that they're open is because on every play they feel like they're open um and that's true like there's a thing about elevating your play as a quarterback catch radius like if i see a guy and you all heard this everybody's heard this like the fade stop route when he looks like the guy is blanket covered and okay here's a fade stop what a throw by the quarterback but As a receiver, I can make the adjustment on that. And so you got to give me a chance. And and that's what the receivers are saying. Trubisky is timid because he's not giving the receivers a chance to make a play. Like, as soon as I get to the top of my route and I come out that break, the ball's supposed to be there. I'm not supposed to wait on it because I did my job creating that separation. And, you know, a lot of times in a passing game when quarterbacks are timid or they don't see it or they don't trust it, they're not going to let the ball go. They're not going to spin it. Uh, And they're also, they're not going to ball placement, right? And Trubisky does not have that. And it's limiting this offense, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, how about his Mm -hmm. uh, counterpart uh, for tonight Uh, on the opposite side, obviously, with uh, Brissett going for the Browns, who was pretty damn good a week ago, Pritch. And then you look at uh, the Pittsburgh defense, no T.J. Watt last week. So they went from seven sacks against the Bengals to a goose egg last week against the Patriots. And uh, how much do you think they're going to miss? I mean, we all know this, right? He's like the best defensive player in football, but how much do they miss him here in the short term?
5: You know what, Mitch? Um, I, they do miss him, but I look at the Steelers right now and their turnover differential, but to be honest with you, man. I mean, they're getting turnovers. They're generating turnovers. And uh, whether that's a combination of bad play by their opponents, which I think there's some of that, but uh, early on, and it's skewed, obviously it's skewed with with Cincinnati. But here you have another familiar opponent uh, in Cleveland uh, it's not too far from home. You're going to be fine. You're going to be ready to go on a short week. So I think the Steelers have been aggressive defensively. T.J. Watt is just amazing, man. He's he's an incredible player, one of the best players in the league right now, and uh, definitely going to miss something like that. But from an impact for what the defense is doing, they're keeping the totals low uh, through the season so far, and they're turning the ball over. And that stands out to me. Like, as an offensive player, if I'm Cleveland, i got to protect the Rock. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland, I'm thinking they're going to be conservative, obviously, uh, with the running game, but when they do throw it, uh, you got to trust Brissette to not turn it over. Let's
0: follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Our guest, Mike Pritchard, played in the league for nearly a decade and uh, current Vsin host. Okay, so can you explain how important chemistry can be in a locker room? It's something that I don't think bet- betters really care about or put any consideration into when they're you know running down their numbers and looking at games that we're going to have on the board. But when you look at uh, the 49ers and what happened last week, Lance goes out, devastating injury, which completely stinks for that kid. But Garoppolo comes in, eventually scores a touchdown, and the entire team mobs him. And they were, like, super excited Mm -hmm. for this whole thing. Yes. And you look at their opponent coming up on Sunday night. I mean, could they have overall worse chemistry than what they do right now on the Denver sidelines? The the Russell Wilson video of screaming at the defense, run pass, call it out. I had to shut it off after – I felt uncomfortable watching. I couldn't even imagine being a teammate. How important to you is chemistry in a locker room?
5: I'll admit, is a great question. Dynamite question, really, because you think about San Francisco and, and the reason why the fellas reacted that way to Garoppolo is because they didn't want that to happen to them, which it can. Like the narrative completely is different. If I'm thinking of the safety's name in that championship game last year, if he catches an interception, the, the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. And we're not talking about trading Garoppolo. We're not talking about the business decision of Trey Lance, right? And uh, but that didn't happen. And so you had the business decision throughout throughout the off season And it's on top of that surgery. So as a player, man, I feel for Garoppolo. I felt for what he was going through as retired player. Now he gets this moment and he comes back in. And so, yeah, you're going to rally behind that. And then on top of that, you're going to feel like, yeah, we got our quarterback back too. Uh, and that's uplifting. Uh, and that's what is ha- happening to the 49ers. And, uh, whether or not they stumbled upon it or realized it, Don Lynch did a great job, and certainly Kyle did a great job of keeping Garoppolo uh, in the fold there. Now, on the opposite side with Denver uh, and lack thereof a chemistry, how the hell do you have an office upstairs with the coaches, but yet you're in a locker room hanging out with us? And that's Russell Wilson. And that fell out of favor with his relationship with the owners and all this stuff. He elevated himself out of the locker room when he was up in Seattle. And his teammates hated him for that. They alienate him for that. So now he's kind of doing the same thing as he's got his own entourage, his own staff. He's got a coaches. He's got an office upstairs with the coaches. He's not one of us. You know, and that's the problem, man. And it's too bad that Russell doesn't see that right now. But, no, Denver, there's so much change going on. There isn't any chemistry. You got new owners that want to see things. They're upset. Uh, You got a front office. They want to see things differently. They're upset. You got a new coach. He doesn't know have a clue what to do right now. No, And then you have a quarterback that's elevated himself because of his past. And so, yeah, there's no chemistry at all, man. And uh, you can see that. Uh, there's no delegation either from the coaches or head coach. And uh, it, it's a mess in Denver. The slow start is not what anybody anticipated through the first part of the season. This is a team and a franchise that thought this was the easy section of their schedule right yeah. now.
3: Yeah, true. Very true. So you like the 49ers. Uh, Shanahan could... Coach circles around Hackett. Uh, how about uh, any teasers you like?
5: Yeah, there's a bunch of teasers, man. I mean, depending on the Herbert situation, I mean, I even like that uh, taking them down a little bit at home against Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville is scrappy; they're a young team. I'm thinking of that team as a as like Trevor Lawrence is a rookie right now, who's learning a lot, and but he's a generational talent. So uh, you love that situation. I mean, I like my former team, the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, the teaser up there against Seattle. Um, because of the fact that they stayed on the West coast and they can run the football and they want to run the football and highly creative with uh, Mario, at quarterback too. So I, I like that situation uh, from a teaser standpoint. Uh, and then just exploring some other things, you know, Philly uh, is interesting. Uh, I haven't pulled the trigger on that one uh, at all. Houston. I mean, think about Houston and how they've been in it uh, the first two weeks of the season. Uh, it doesn't look like that's a team uh, that's devoid the of a quarterback. I think they believe in the quarterback that they have. I think they believe in that roster. They're just not there yet. But against Chicago, who was completely opposite, uh, trying to turn over that roster a little bit, maybe an opportunity in a teaser situation with Houston as well.
0: Yeah, and I think Houston can win that game outright, actually, against Chicago mm. coming up on mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, we'll close on this. Bust some chops a little bit here. Your alma yeah. mater, the team that you oh, did win a national... Pritch, their updated win total is a half a game. Uh, They were in the Pac-12 title game like, what, four years ago? Five years ago? What the hell is
5: going on? Well, uh, there's a lot going on, Mitch. Uh, um, Let's see. Where do I start? Man, I I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to begin. First of all, I was in a good mood before you just brought that up. But now you got me riled up for some reason early in the morning. But that's okay. That is okay. (laughs) Um, I need some therapy right now. I I can't tell you all the issues. It, It is... I talk to a booster, Mitch. I talk to an alumni. I talk to a classmate, a teammate every single day about our school. And how can we change it? And and we can't because there's too much complacency. There's too much damn complacency within the the program. Everybody's got extensions. uh, And they don't deserve it, uh, to be honest with you, Mitch. And uh, the athletic director, hell, he recruited when I was 17 years old. And I love him to death. But I hate complacency, and I hate the fact that you have the program in the in the state of affairs that it's in right now. So I don't know where to fix it. You know, obviously, you can knee-jerk and fire somebody, Carl Durrell, but that's not going to help, man. we we got kids transferring in and out of the program, and uh, certainly yep. there's kids red-shirting right now. They're like, I don't want to play anymore. I want to red-shirt so I can get the hell out of here. <laughs> That is horrible (laughs) to think about. Oh, man. That's what's happening with my school right now.
0: All right. Well, great answer. I'm sorry to bring it up. Uh, Have a good weekend. Okay, pal?
5: Well, I'll try now. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Follow him on Twitter. He's (laughs) at Pritchard. And VEASAN has... We're talking about Colorado, obviously. Uh, VEASAN has a new podcast to help you bet on pro football's biggest games. VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast puts out three episodes each week to thoroughly cover every pro game. Host Danny Burke and VEASAN analysts... Give their insights on betting spreads, totals, props, and futures every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Download and subscribe to the Vsin Pro Football Betting Podcast today wherever you get your podcasts. We'll run down last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your
1: hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning or was it a rough one?
3: Well, they can't all be
1: winners, can
2: they?
5: Loser! You're a loser. Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. The
3: dogs were barking last night, and it started right away. The Nats plus two fifteen surprised the Braves in a big upset. Diamondbacks plus two sixty. Beat the Dodgers again, and the A's beat Seattle again. It's getting squeaky bum time now. It's down to f- imagine if Baltimore had swept Detroit like they should have.
0: It's down to four games. That is, uh that number was way too high last night. We pointed that out on the
3: show yesterday, yep. and I thought it was going to keep going up. Yep. It did. Damn, Snell does it again at home. Oh, he was great. One nothing. Home teams five and zero in the St. Louis San Diego series this season, and they get it done. uh This is a good video. This is Jake Arietta on the Starting Nine podcast. He was asked about throwing Pujols a cookie to get the 700.
5: I would handle it like I did with Cindergard and Degrom when we had that that agreement, like fastballs only if nobody's on base. You're
3: giving him your best bolt, but I might stay all heaters. I'm like, all right, Albert, like you've you've earned this. I'm not just gonna serve it up to you, but I'll I'll throw it to you straight, and if you get me, you get me. I like that. So do I. You've you've earned it. I'm on board. Right? Yep. Here it comes.
0: Not going to give him a cookie. Right. It's It's not going to be given to you on a silver platter, but I'm not going to screw around. It's me against you. Here comes 97 miles an hour down the the middle of the plate, and he hit it
3: out. Good for you. That's the key, because the name of the game is location. Yeah. So if it's right down the middle and put it on a tee, bam, it's gone. How about this dog video? This guy loves the beach. He's excited to hit the water, too. Look at this running start. Look at the hang time here. Oh my god! Ass over tea kettle. Look at that. Is he okay? I mean, it's just. Well, he's got, he does like a somersault when he hits, right? Absolutely. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. To- I mean, that he can't wait to hit the water. That is awesome. And this dog playing fetch with his toy by himself. Oh, volume Coming up. up. Yeah. Point. Oh, the yeah. The volume is the best part. Coming in, and there it is. Fly ball. I got it. Runs back. Puts it in. The concoction. Puts the ball back in. Excited, ready to go. Tippy-toe, tippy-toe, and then bam, out it goes. I love when he puts the ball in the bucket. He gives it like one second. He's like, he starts barking. Come on, let's go. I'm ready ready to play. (laughs) Yeah, that is great. Yeah, Uh, this is unfortunate, but it's Winsome. Sarver, the disgraced owner of uh, the Suns, he paid four hundred million for the team. He's gonna probably go for two two billion at yeah. least. And he's complaining about to Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This unforgiving society it we is. live in. Yeah. Uh, sure. Funny,
0: funny. You're gonna make two point five. I said this before. Sure. After what, d-
3: what he got away, what he did over these years, over yeah. the years too. Yeah.
0: When when people kicked around the notion of uh, the Sun's moving to Las Vegas, I've always
3: said, not if this guy's involved for yeah. years. Nope, no thank you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Lose some. The Dodgers are hundred and three and forty-six. They're fifth in ROI. I mean, this Orioles still lead the way, but just, what a perilous trade, huh? Betting baseball, you just say, yeah, you, you, when you're a huge favorite like that, every game doesn't matter if you're going to win 110. They're only fifth in ROI, yeah. right? Lose some Yudoka, head coach of the Celtics. Uh, I mean, uh, dated a, co- a, a, a woman who works in the organization. The 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 suspect he could get suspended for a year. Wow. You go to the NBA Finals, what a blow. Now, apparently, slip one past the goalie with uh, Nia Long, if that's how it's pronounced. But I think they're engaged and they have a kid. But this is uh, dating the workplace and having the, That comes with a year-long uh, suspension now, possibly. Pos- that's what Woad said. Possibly Ooh, out for a year. Organizational guidelines. My God, what well, a blow this could be to the Celtics. You don't expect this to lose your coach this long. Huh. So, could he be suspended for this year yeah, or would it come?
0: Would it be a, a punishment that would like fall in his lap, like down the road sometime? Oh, well, I understand
3: it. It's this year. It could be this year. He might miss the entire thing. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. Big one. Absolutely. Couple bad beats. Astros raise under seven. Vicious push. Two nothing in the eighth. Blue Jays were even. Money led three nothing in the bottom of the eighth and lost. And the Rangers Angels total was eight and a half. It was three two in the seventh. Seven two final. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bett Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, betrivers.com. There
0: you go. Nice job. Okay. So the Buccaneers are down to one or one and a half against the Packers on Sunday. Total has dropped all the way down. No, it's ticking back up to 62, oh, 42. 42. <sighs> Imagine if it was 62. Um, this is you know, the reason why. Chris Godwin, hamstring, did not practice yesterday. Julio Jones, knee, same thing. Russell Gage, limited. Yeah. Rashad Perryman, limited. Scotty Miller, limited due to a calf. Leonard Fournette, hamstring, limited on Wednesday. They placed another offensive lineman, left tackle Josh Wells, on IR. Left tackle Donovan Smith, elbow, did not practice Wednesday. Bucks placed Gio Bernard, ankle, on IR. That's the list, and it's not pretty. No. So who is it? He- suspended.
3: Exactly I mean, this right. Is, this is, yeah, if all those guys, do, shame on Green Bay if they lose this game. Oh, 100%. I'm at that point now. If that's true. I mean, some guys are day-to-day. We all are. Act accordingly, right? But this is, I mean, if all those guys miss miss this game. Plus, you see how much Brady struggled in the offense. Too bad you couldn't get the, the 48 or 47. But, again, this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving, the, the Tampa Bay under. And I know still 42, 43. They're, they're no, no one's scoring with the, in these games. I mean that that was totally phony. That final score against oh no, because question. Winston got involved. What was it? Four turnovers and in, in a it was a uh, four ridiculous. four turnovers and nine offensive plays for the. Saints. There you go. That's three three with ten minutes left in the game. Right. That, that then game, the officials got involved because they yes. get stopped. They call the phantom flag. Tampa was going to punt with ten minutes left in a three three game.
0: And I still will tell you that if Ingram did not fumble that ball, they were getting close yeah. to being like in field goal range. That game easily could have finished six three Saints. Yeah. Could have been 6-3. Instead, it was 2010 Buccaneers. A couple of other notes. They were fourth in plays per game last year, the Buccaneers. They're now 17th. Tom Brady has thrown 25 fewer passes through two weeks than he did last year. Bucks game so far, again, only two games, averaging 26 total points, dead last in the entire NFL. They averaged 50.8 points per game in 2021. Here is Tom Brady talking about the suspension to his star receiver, Mike Evans.
4: Just sometimes the emotions get the best of us. And I love Mike. And the fact that Mike would come out there to defend me, I mean, it means everything in the world to me as a teammate and a friend. And Mike knows how I feel about him. So in the end, emotions are a part of sports. Sometimes they boil over, and they obviously did yesterday. And it's a unfortunate circumstance. I don't think it deserved any type of suspension. Um, I think that's ridiculous. You know, hopefully we can move past it, get to a better place. And, you know, in the end, I appreciate Mike. Having my back, I know he'll learn from it, and he knows that we all have his back.
3: Well, stop throwing his touchdown passes in the stands too. That's one thing. Uh, the other thing they told Arians: cut it out, get off the sideline, and he's going to have to now. Yeah, yeah he's, so but, uh, I, I, it feels like two and two now. I mean, it's Green Bay, and now it's Kansas City, back to back. But there's some there's some landmines later in the year. But this is it's, they're going to win because of defense. I was going to say, <clears throat> how do they pull it? Because their adjusted win total again is twelve. How does this
0: team win 13 games? Defense and Fournette plays and runs well, but their offensive
3: line is in total shambles.
0: Right. How do they keep it together for the entire year?
3: And then they have these weapons, but it's like, oh, big surprise. Julio's hurt again. Of course. So these guys can't get on the field. And it's probably going to be that way the entire season. Who can you count on? Some guys will be in. Other guys uh, won't be there. And who can you count on? Getting Beasley could help. uh, Another weapon for Tom. But it's just – it's been ugly so far on offense. Look at that. Due to their win
0: in New Orleans over the weekend, they're now minus $5 to win the division. That does seem a bit high. Yeah, I think that number can change in the next two weeks significantly. Because, again, like – who and Brady doesn't look – I mean, I know he played at that MVP level last year. He was so good. So far, not the same dude. And I get it with the guys he's not throwing to, but, man. There were a lot of drops out there Sunday. He made some throws that uh, should have been caught, but – and I would say because of the uh, offensive line again, are we not going to see a game probably sooner than later where he is like severely under pressure the entire time, taking a lot of hits, realizes, my God, I'm 45 years old. My elbows are hitting the turf 13 times a game. Um, I'm getting dinged up. Now I just took six sacks. At some point, this offensive line is going to get dominated, and Brady's going to feel that.
3: Yep. And it's going to suck for him. Yep. Could happen Sunday. Let's get the top horse racing plays from Express Bet Editor and Chief Jeremy Plonk. In the aqueduct meet at Belmont in race two, he likes the one. Preposterous. Four to one on the morning line. And at Remington Park in race two, he likes the one. Sweet Mary M on top at a juicy eight to one. Bet these races and more at First Bet. Beeson's preferred horse racing app. And her First Bet's free sweepstakes to win a trip to spend a weekend at Santa Anita. October 6th through the 9th. Hang out with Jeff Siegel. And the grand prize package includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, and a $1,000 betting voucher. From First Bet. Sign up at com slash horses. com slash horses. Good luck, everyone.
0: That is such a great giveaway. Incredible. And again, um, Jeff Siegel ranks Santa Anita. Very top of the list in terms of um, horse racing tracks across the entire country. And you brought up our buddy Fitz, who's been all over as well. He ranks Top five. Top five?
3: Yep. Very cool. Saratoga, Del Mar. He had Keeneland on there. I forget the other one.
0: Yeah. Yep. That, I think Saratoga, Del Mar, Santa Anita, like, universally thought of top five from most people, right? I mean. You like Yonkers? uh, I like watching it on TV. (laughs) I was watching all the, hey, all the. the, uh, We we, we met the group of of guys that came out last week here. A bunch of them from all over, but a bunch are from New York. They said, you absolutely must go to Saratoga sometime. Yeah. And, like, feel they they take the wife. They said it's an amazing experience overall. In Pocket Plays, what we're betting today coming up next.
4: To determine the winner of any given college basketball game, someone gives you
3: 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take
0: it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds.
4: Nope. 5 to 1. Nope.
0: 10 to 1. You're right. Here we go. Time for our in pocket plays. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I'm going to go anytime touchdown tonight, plus 175. Uh, This is my bad. I bet it during the break. Uh, I'm going to go. With that longest rush that we talked about so much in the first hour today, uh-huh. I'm going to go Nick Chubb over 19 and a half for his longest rush tonight. Pittsburgh they allow a lot of uh, 10 yard runs. Cleveland they're the best at 10 plus yard uh, yard runs since night since 2021. And Cleveland's offensive line has been great so far this year, as anticipated. They are the number one team in second level yards. The Steelers are the third worst team in second level yards allowed to uh, running back so far this
3: year. So I like that one as well. All right. Good luck. Bring it home. Well, thought, thought we'd have some fun yesterday. Didn't work out. Judge did two home runs, fourteen to one. So uh, back at it today. See if he can break the record at home against Boston. Uh, I like North Carolina Lane one against Notre Dame. This number doesn't make any sense to me. I'm with Brad Powers. Also watching that game last week. Fortunate to beat Cal. Just pathetic on offense. That,
0: that should not be the case. No, and
3: Notre Dame can. Uh, excuse me, North Carolina can score. So uh, I just this this is a puzzling uh, point spread to me, and I'm on the over tonight. If not now, when? Mitch Moss and Trubisky, they have to get it going tonight. Uh, and I think you'll see. I mean, you, you got to take some shots down the field and be aggressive and throw deep against this Cleveland secondary. And it's a Cleveland defense that allowed Mayfield to cook and gave up 31 points to the Jets. It lost at home, so I am surprised at the total. I don't think Wynn's going to play that a big of a factor, much of a factor tonight. Uh, in the Ravens' Lane three against the Patriots. Yes, Belichick's been great as a home dog, but much of it was with Brady, with that as uh, twelve and two. Uh, in pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern. BetRivers.com. How about first touchdown tonight? Trubisky thirty to one. I'm on board. Quarterback Dan, sneak. Dan the yeah. man want to dial that up. No. Brissette. What do you think? Who scores first tonight?
0: Um, you want to get absolutely nuts? Let's do
3: it. Derek? After what happened last week, yeah. yeah,
0: why not? Okay, so we had a who, who fo- it,
3: Horvath. What was it? Horvath
0: again. That's yeah. two games out of two for the Chargers. How about Gilliam on Monday night, like seventy-five to one range? You want to go Derek Watt, one hundred and forty-five to one first touchdown score? Sure. Bagel money. It's uh, you're we're that's we're starting kindling with that. Yeah, it's going to be a waste of money. But I, I can get on board with Trubisky thirty to one.
3: Wouldn't that be something to end this drought if Pittsburgh goes right down the field? I mean eleven games in a row and they finally exercise the demons and and someone puts it in. Well look at Pickens sixteen to one. That could happen. I mean I'm sure he's been a pain in the ass all week. I'm open. I'm open. Okay. I see you. Well, how do you decide which receiver to go with if you want to bet one of yeah, those? I the know Steelers? that is tough. That's a tough Johnson's twelve, Claypool's sixteen, pickens and sixteen. Gunner's a hundred. <laughs> Does he even see the field after the fumble last week? How poor Gunner. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what to do with Cooper props because he didn't do anything in week one. He had hundred yards last week. That's about, a tough call, too. How about six to one on Brissett anytime touchdown?
0: All right. Can can he uh jog sure. one in? Play action. Not play action, but a rollout yeah. quarterback keeper. I could see Trubisky getting in there too. Yeah, there is this. Mm-hmm. Um you can get some pretty good plus money if what you said just now comes true. If the Steelers go down the field, they score and they're the first to ten because the Browns have been the first to ten points in the last six games as home favorites. I, think I saw they're like a dollar eighty, I believe, to be the first ten. Team to first ten tonight,
3: man. And I saw Bet Rivers first quarter seven and a half under, like a dollar fifty, dollar sixty. You Based know, on those slow starts, that's incredible. Also,
0: in terms of the game itself. Give me a reason why the Steelers can't win this outright. They they can't go to Cleveland and win it. Is it is that going to be because of Trubisky? Is it going to be because the defense misses Watt that much? Is it because they allow 200 yards on the ground to the Brown? I'm giving like some reasons that could actually take place, but can the Steelers go there? I mean, is no, this come really? on? Look at the point spread. Absolutely. I was gonna say, yeah. It's like it's like we're talking about a game here where the Steelers are not. They don't have a chance to win the game, and to me, that's absurd. Yep. Of course, they could go there and win this yep. game. We talked about this uh, all day so far. Stefanski in the division, god-awful,
3: ATS, and Tomlin has absolutely owned this team. Right. Jobs are on the line here. I mean, this has got to be a sense of urgency. I mean, Trubisky knows this This might be it. But he doesn't play well. We could see a quarterback change. And I'm sure Canada's feeling the heat, too. I, I would say, you know, a
0: record, you are what you are with your record. I think that's generally how the season typically plays out. Maybe not the case after two weeks. But the Steelers probably should be 1-1. One and one. Let's be honest here. Should have lost to the Bengals. And then, very easily, could have uh, you know defeated the Patriots on Sunday. So one and one feels about right. And the Browns—I mean, you could sit here all day and tell me they absolutely should be two and zero. Well, maybe they should not have uh, defeated the Panthers on the road. So I would lean towards Cleveland should be two and zero, but one and one probably is more accurate. And the Steelers, to me, absolutely—I mean, one—they sh- they, this team should not be two and zero because they they stole a game against Cincinnati.
3: Pretty good night of sports. It's a small baseball card, as you mentioned earlier, but there's a lot of intriguing matchups. And we have a doubleheader in college with West Virginia VaTech yeah. and Coastal Carolina and Georgia State on the deuce. And Brad Powers makes Georgia State the favorite, and Coastal's laying two. It's 3-0 and against 0-3. Right. And Coastal's got a great quarterback in McCall, and they're uh, only laying two in this game. But, again, Brad makes, them, uh, makes uh, Georgia State the favorite after a crushing loss. Big upset by Charlotte last week. In that game. And he also leans uh, West Virginia. What a spot to be in, in case you missed it. In the summer, Brad took plus eight with West Virginia at the south point and grabbed plus three and a half on Vatek. Same game. Also in the summer. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. Well, I'm interested tonight because... The, big uh, edge West Virginia,
0: the quarterback. Yeah, I have futures on West Virginia. I believe uh, under five and a half for their win total. And I also have Coastal... That was a play... Paul Stone gave that out uh, a long time ago on the show during Coastal Carolina at uh, plus 650, I think, to win the... That's a good conference, though. But I got him at plus 650 to win their conference. By the way, there is uh, some breaking news in the NBA. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski with a tweet. The Detroit Pistons are finalizing a trade to acquire Utah Jazz forward Bojan Bogdanovic for Kelly Olenek and Saban Lee. Sources are telling ESPN and... uh, as people are responding to him on Twitter, they're absolutely right. I think this is kind of a blow to other contenders. I yes, wanted to it get is.
3: Bob, I was going to say the same thing. I thought he was going to a contender. So did I. I thought he could, not that they're on that list, but I thought he was going to the Lakers too. I, I thought that could have been a destination. He's a good player. Man.
0: Who, who could have been a nice, you know, a, a fifth starter or a guy maybe off the bench um, for some of these other teams. You know what that tells me to do? I got to look right now. What are the Pistons to make the playoffs? They have a really good uh, nucleus um, that they are building. Super young, obviously. Did they get Ivy? Yeah.
3: Right. Sacramento passed on them, of course. Uh,
0: You know what? Uh, Playoffs are up right now. Season's right around the corner. To make the playoffs. That's, by the way, can we push it back a little bit? (laughs) Uh, uh, Hockey starts soon, too. Hockey's like, what, a week away? Two weeks away? Yeah, right. Um, Basketball, you need to go back to Christmas Day. Start on Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. so I'm searching here for the Pistons. That team, I think that team can be plucky this year. Sneaky good. Oh my God, they're eleven to one to make the playoffs. Eleven a to good one. Good
3: acquisition. Yeah, that's a good pickup. Well, the East is tough. I, I got mean, to find. We haven't said that since Jordan. But they, there's some depth in the East. I'm going to go t- top of my head. I believe uh,
0: Veasan's very own NBA betting analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel. I want. I'll speak for him right now. I, I want to say Von Tobel loves the Pistons. He already did. Is my point here? Okay. So now they go out and get Bogdanovich. They they lose Olenek basically in return, and the so to make the playoffs that means they had to win like a playing game or be a top six seed. Eleven to
3: one. That might not be that bad. There'll be key injuries. You know that too. Yeah. To me, you got to take one more one baseball play. To me, you have to come back with Cleveland. Took Cleveland last night. I know we were on Uh, the White Sox Monday. Bieber a dollar thirty. It's over. The fat lady's warming up. It's over in oh, Chicago. Oh, the, the vocal cords are, oh, uh, God. they need a break already. Yeah, they, they take the broom out on the White Sox, that it, that, that's it.
0: All right, it's time now for the uh, pro tip of the hour, available every hour for subscribers at vcin.com. We talked about teasers earlier in the show. Uh, never cross the money line, zero in teasers. I counted 15 ties in the regular season since 1990. That's, to this point, about 8,240 games. That's .18% of games that's it. And uh, approximately, you know, a little bit more than 500 games have landed one or two. So you don't want to cross the money line ever when it comes to a a teaser. And generally that's sticking to two team six point teasers. That's the pro tip of the hour. We do one every single hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every single day. And they're available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport. And by show. I'm gonna text Von Tobel dur- during the break. He's got he's got a couple of kids. I know he's awake. Um <laughs> eleven to one on the pistons worth a shot. I'll have that answer. And also oh, you're laughing. Yeah. Would you like to lock that in though? No, I was laughing at A couple of kids A uh, couple of kids, yeah. Yeah. Your, sure your dream up. scenario.
3: Yeah, wake him up. yeah sure.
0: <laughs> uh fantasy football hall of famer, Paul Charchian on the show coming up next. Uh we'll get into some angles tonight. Najee Harris has been a fantasy flop through two games. Does that change, and is this the beginning of the end for one of the best players at his position over the last five years? Uh Uh-oh. We'll talk to Paul Charchin about it coming up next.
2: If you dare.
3: Is follow the money on VCN. Finish smooth on and off the field with the Jamison Football Challenge. Play free and draft your best fantasy football lineup for a shot at a share of $5,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pernod Now and get on the action before kickoff. Jameson Without Fear, DraftKings.com for details. 21 and over only, please. The Hall of Famer, Paul Charchian. Every Thursday during the football season, guillotineleagues.com. Your fantasy tidbits right now. Uh, listen, it's this is big for Trubisky tonight. He's on thin okay. ice. Uh, what what do you expect out of Mitch tonight?
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's been bad. He was uh, vociferously booed by his own fans last week in, in their home opener, uh, and they were chanting Kenny Pickett's name. So... It- you know things aren't going go, going well at that point. Pittsburgh's averaging just 22 yards per drive. Ooh. That is the league's worst by a sizable margin. The offensive line is it's not good, although it's actually better than it was last year. Uh, he's had the si- eighth least time in the pocket at 2.6 seconds, so there's a little bit of an excuse there. But the real problem here with with Sad Trombonski, as I like to call him, is guy just can't read a defense, and especially can't do it quickly. If you, if you if you go through the tape, and man, if the Steelers fans had a lot of fun with the All-22 this year. Oh, yeah. This guy just, and this was the same thing in Chicago, missing wide-open receivers, locking onto his first target, and then immediately looking for dump-off guys. It's a real problem for him. And then, how about this? George Pickens, his rookie wide receiver, inadvertently threw him under the bus. Yesterday, they asked him about, about the receivers, and George Pickens said, everybody's getting open. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And how about this? This also came out this week. Trubisky acknowledged the coaches don't trust him to call audibles. So he gets to the line of scrimmage. He surveys the field. It's a bad situation. The defense has got this thing figured out. He knows the play is going to self-destruct and he can't change it. The coaches don't trust him. This thing is bad right you know, now. You know
0: what? Um, maybe in two quarterback leagues, I think people need to go pick up Kenny Pickett if he's avail- available.
4: Agreed. Right, if cause... you're in two quarterback leagues and you know you're looking, you know, they're, they're every every quarterback starting quarterbacks rostered. Yep. Kenny Pickett's time is coming. And yeah, by the is. way, not it's it's possible. I mean, it, this could be an in game change, including tonight. It's not off the table. Yeah. So if you're thinking the under 200 passing yards, factor in a. 5% chance, 10% chance Trubisky gets yanked in this game. And that would certainly put him under 200 passing yards. So factor that in if you're thinking about the under 200, which I'm thinking about. Yeah, 199 and a half is a big number for him to go over.
0: Okay, uh Najee Harris has been a first-round fantasy flop so far after two games. Yeah. Uh does that change tonight? <sighs>
4: I, there's nothing to suggest it will change here. Now, the, the number here is uh, you can shop. it. I got under 55 and a half rushing yards for Najee Harris. But so far in his two games, he's 23 rushing yards and 49 rushing yards at a horrific 2.9 yards per carry and no touchdowns. He's got the second worst uh, um, rushing yards over expectation. He's negative on that. He's got the foot injury that seems to be limiting him. At least some of the explosiveness isn't there. The bad offensive line, we talked about the lousy quarterbacking that lets defenses key on Najee Harris. And now you're going up against a Cleveland run defense that's giving up just 57 rushing yards per game to the opposing entire team, and his number is 55 and a half. So, I mean, if you think Cleveland's just going to hold serve at 57 yards you would need Harris to get all 57 to get over that 55-and-a-half number. So Arlene here is the under 55-and-a-half rushing yards, Najee Harris.
3: Okay, going to be ground and pound uh, with Cleveland, uh, with uh, yeah. Chubb and Hunt here. Uh, what do you think of the, the game plan and, and the fact that you know what you're going to get out of Stefanski?
4: Yes, and I love this with uh, Kevin Stefanski. A completely predictable offense. I love it. You know, this he loves to run the ball. And he doesn't. You know, most of the time, coaches try so hard to, like, shake things up and not be predictable. Ah, Kevin Stefanski, he knows, he knows where his talent lays here. So we know we're going to get a lot of rushing. Stefanski calls the second most rushes. Last year, he called the third most rushes. And, and it's working. His team's running ball ball five and a half yards per carry. They've got four rushing touchdowns already, which is more than half of the league's teams combined don't have four rushing touchdowns. So Steelers uh, have the opponent. Of course, tonight they're getting rocked by opposing runners. They're seeing 33 rushes per game. 33, fourth most. 160 yards they're giving up, third worst. So you know what I like here. You, I think the the, the lock that I like even better. Chubb's numbers pretty high. He's at 80, and, mm-hmm. roughly 80 and a half yards. I would go under if I had to. But how about Kareem Hunt? His numbers just 42 and a half. If the Steelers are giving up 160 yards per game, Kareem Hunt's going yeah. over 42-and-a-half. Yeah. I really like the Hunt side of this, and I'll, I'll take the over on that.
3: We, we kicked this around Monday. I think it's over for Matt Ryan. Uh, that remains to be seen. But uh, this, how about this escalated quickly? Is it over for Derrick Henry?
4: Oh, for Henry. Jeez, does it look bad. So here's Henry. Uh, obviously, all the wear and tear going all the way back to high school, college, pros, all these carries. I, it, it's only two ga- It's only two games in to a long season, so there's a lot of opportunity to be wrong. But it looks like the beginning of the end for Derrick Henrys. at three yards per carry. That's obviously terrible. Last week, 1.9 yards per carry was his worst output in three seasons. His offensive line lost Roger Saffold and David Quisenberry in the offseason. And now they're starting left tackle. And really, the only good lineman left on the team, Taylor Luan, expected out for the season. Massive loss. I had mentioned earlier the next-gen stats, running, rushing yards over expectation. That's where they they model out every run. And they say, here's how many more yards this running back should have than an average running back would get. The leader in the NFL is Aaron Jones, who has 88 rushing yards over expectation. Derrick Henry has, get this, negative 46 rushing yards over expectation. You're kidding. Negative 46. That has
0: to, well, I'm guessing, come on. That has to be the worst in the league?
4: The worst in the league. Okay. Dead last.
0: Okay. What are you? you're, you live in Minneapolis in the area. So uh, the Vikings and what happened on Monday night, what are you noticing with the offense overall? It's been, I mean, it was all Justin Jefferson week one and they were like almost completely ignoring, uh, ignoring Adam Thielen until the second half of uh, Monday night. Irv Smith finally got involved. But what is going on with Delvin Cook?
4: Yeah, and it's uh it Dalvin Cook, it's we, we feared the usage would be down once you got out of Mike Zimmer's caveman offense, and that a more diverse offense might take some opportunities away from Cook, and they have in a very specific way, and I'll talk about it in a second. Offensive line is actually playing at the highest level it's played in several years, but Cook averaging just fifty three rushing yards per game and a very modest four yards per carry. That's nothing. He just got out rushed by Kirk Cousins in a game. That's never good. <laughs> um, he has not scored a touchdown yet. Now, that is a major worry for Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook. And get this. Here's your your stat of the day. The Vikings have run 19 plays in the red zone. One carry for Dalvin Cook. Oh, wow. Jesus. That's it. Major issue for fantasy players. And if you wanted, uh, uh, with Tim Murray on, uh, on last Monday night, uh-huh. uh, I urge people to take, uh, do not take the Dalvin Cook anytime touchdown. And that may be a reoccurring theme here okay. that you want to lay yeah. off any the anytime touchdown on Dalvin Cook. Yeah,
0: are you sitting Tom Brady like in every league this week that you have him in? If you have him at all, I am.
4: Yeah, yep. I've got I've got Tom Brady ranked at quarterback eighteen. Ooh. I mean, this is as low as it gets for Tom Brady. Yep. You know, no Mike Evans as we already know, but Chris Godwin's got the hamstring. Julio Jones has got the knee. You know, trying to maybe work in Cole Beasley on five days. Uh, you know, Russell Gage, Brashad Perryman, and the offensive line. It's just a ragtag bunch of backups at this point. It's a total disaster for Tom Brady right yeah. now. And, you know, I got guys like Davis Mills and <laughs> Justin Fields ranked higher. Oh, and that's just plenty. Oh. Yes. Okay. He
3: completed 16 passes on the year or something, Fields.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. That's uh, it. Yikes. It, it. it. uh, charge, tell everybody about the website, guillotineleagues.com.
4: Yeah, we're still creating new guillotine leagues. Uh, Mitch, you know all about it. Right now, the league size is 16 because there's 16 weeks left. Every week, the low-scoring team gets chopped, and all their players go to the waiver wire like Jonathan Taylor did in hundreds of leagues last week in an epic move. And now you get to go bid on these free agents as you build a superstar roster. Every week, your goal is to just not finish last and be the last man standing at the end. It's guillotineleagues.com. Very cool. You're the best. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you,
0: Paul Charchian. And, uh, yep. So I text Jonathan yeah. Von Toba, by the way, VEASAN senior NBA analyst, about the Pistons during the break. And uh, I said, Is it worth a shot to make the playoffs? One word answer. Absolutely. There you go. Found him 16 to 1. Chop around.
3: Jam the kiosk.
0: They traded for uh, Bogdanovich from the Jazz 20 minutes ago.
3: Yep. And, give, and you saw. Yeah, you, let, uh, yeah. let me give you one, too. How about opening night? Take the four and a half with the Sixers. I Who knows who the Celtics coach is going to be? Udoka had an improper, intimate, and consensual relationship with a female member of the Celtics staff. Could be suspended the year. Organizational guidelines. Damn. gonna That'll be a mess opening night. It could be. Could be. All right. They're a, a half available, though. Start the season. That's it for us today.
0: If you miss Brad Powers, Paul Charchian, Mike Pritchard, you can get the Follow the Money podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good luck tonight.
2: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you.
4: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from... addictive chemical. Get more from... addictive chemical. Get more from... addictive chemical. chemical.
0: There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at CallShe.com.